Welcome to the Message Podcast from Church of the Nazarene. We invite you to subscribe for updates and new episodes. You can find us on most major podcast outlets. Visit cotnaz.org for more info. Our worship services stream weekly on Sundays at 9 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can also find our live stream at cotnaz.org. Our in-person service times are 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have a campus near Harrisonburg at 1871 Boyers Road. We also have a campus in East Rockingham at 414 South East Side Highway in Elkton. In addition, our Spanish-speaking campus meets on Sundays at 11.45 a.m. at that same 1871 Boyers Road location. Check out our website, cotnas.org, for more info. As we transition into our teaching portion today, I, I want to introduce our new series uh, with a video that I think helps get at the essence of where we're headed today. Drew, I've just been feeling so blah lately, you know? I mean, I'm just thinking about the Bible and how it talks about how God was the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if that's true, then why can't I hear him speaking? I'm sorry, I'll talk louder next time. What? Well, I mean, I wasn't saying anything, but I mean, I can talk louder if that'll help you. What are you about. Well, I wasn't talking then, but you couldn't hear me, so no, I'll, I'll no, talk louder. No, I'm talking about God. Why can't I hear God speak? Oh. Are you even listening to me? Yeah, I'm totally tracking with you. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, if that's true, then maybe you can tell me. Like, what is the problem? I mean, why can't I hear him like he was talking back in the day? Well, you can. I mean, that's what the Bible's for, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the Bible is awesome, but I just feel like I'm missing something. Like, it should be deeper, something personal, you know? I don't know. I mean, I've never heard him, but let me look it up. Look it well, up? Just take a second. No, you don't just look it up. I mean, that doesn't no, even make sh- it. Any- don't distract don't- me, please. What? Don't distract me, please. Distract you? Yeah, I can't thumb type <laughs> and you talking. Hey, pizza's on sale. That makes total sense. I know, because it's a weekend. No, no, what you said about distracting. Hmm? I did? Yes, maybe that's what the problem is. Okay. I mean... We never, ever, ever just stop and listen. Well, no, you can't just stop. I mean, you've got to keep on living, right? And well, that's the whole point of life yeah, is to live. Yeah, I mean, live. you have to live. But I'm just saying, like, how do we expect to hear the Lord speaking unless we actually give him time to speak, right? <laughs> give him time. Yes. Well, let me think. I don't have any time. I might be able to pencil him in next week, Thursday no, 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 or something. No, 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 but... no. Let's just try right now, okay? Huh? Let's just stop what we're doing and let's just listen and wait for him to speak. Okay. Okay. Okay, that was great. I gotta go do laundry. No, 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 no. You can't just do it in two seconds, okay? Well, that was time, No, right? no, no, okay, like, look, just sit down, okay? okay? And All we right. are just gonna stop and give time to God and let him speak, okay? Okay. Okay. What are you doing? Waiting for God to speak. No, you're playing on your phone. No, I'm multitasking. It's fine. Oh, okay. Can I see that? What? Oh, that's great. Okay, so what we're doing here is we're stopping what we're doing and we're listening for the Lord. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, so let's try again. Okay, you can do this. Okay. Okay.
Drew, what is your problem? What? This is taking way too long and it's not even working. If you're not gonna take this seriously, I'm gonna go do it somewhere else. Take what seriously? Me waiting for God to talk to me? Come on, I told you God doesn't speak anymore. <laughs> is it that God doesn't speak anymore? Or are there just more distractions keeping us from hearing him? I don't know about you, but I feel personally attacked in that video. <laughs> Uh, in our world of seemingly endless communication and connection, is it possible? Is it possible that we are missing the most important connection of all? Our connection to the Lord. Uh, when our electronic devices act up, we have all kinds of tricks and hacks for them, right? Like we restart them, you unplug them, you reset them, reboot them, unmute them, and all these things, and occasionally even tap them on the counter, gently, of course, uh, to see if you can restore connection. But what do we do when it seems like all we hear from the Lord is silence? What do we do then? Because the truth is, in those times of silence, when it seems like we can't hear from the Lord, it can be excruciating. So what do we do? How, how do we restore that connection? It's those questions and many more that we're going to seek to answer in our new teaching series called When God Seems Silent. When God Seems Silent. Over the next few weeks, we're going to seek to understand how to approach life when God appears not to be speaking or when he seems to be silent. Uh, for 400 years between the Old and the New Testament, God was literally silent. No recorded revelations, no recorded word from the prophets. It was crickets, you might say, as far as the Lord was concerned. But, but on this side of the resurrection of Jesus and the, the coming of his Holy Spirit, he, he is never really no, uh, silent anymore post-resurrection and Pentecost. He's never really silent. Uh, we believe that God can speak to us in a number of ways. Uh, first and foremost, through his word, and especially through his life and his teachings recorded in the gospels. And we have the infilling of his spirit, that guiding spirit, that voice inside at which we have relationship and connection with him. And, and we have the church. We have the community, the body of believers professing Christ as Lord. And sometimes God will use other believers to speak into our lives. The Lord has not left himself without a witness, without a voice into our lives. And so today, if indeed you, you might feel and you might agree that God seems silent, perhaps our first response, our first thing to do is ask ourselves a hard question. Am I listening? Are you listening today? Are you listening if you have your copy of Scripture today, turn with me to the Old Testament, to the prophet Jeremiah. We're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 29, and we're going to begin in verse 11, which is a very popular passage of Scripture. Jeremiah 29, beginning in verse 11, we're going to read through verse 14. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Like we normally stop there, right? Because that's an amazing truth on its own. But let's keep going. It says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and bring you back from captivity. You will seek me. 
and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So perhaps today if you feel silent, like God is silent today, like he's on mute somewhere, I think this passage in Jeremiah would ask us that tough question, are you listening? Really listening, like with all of your heart leaning in to hear the heartbeat of the Father. To truly listen, to lean in to what someone is saying is never a passive activity. It's never passive. I think one of the challenges that we face today is we are struggled and we are inundated with what you might call fake listening. Just, just like the guy on the video, when somebody's talking, we pull out our device and we're doing other things. We're multitasking in the midst of a conversation. But that's not really listening. Because whether it's listening to someone else or it's listening to God, it takes intentional effort. It takes an intentional leaning in on our part to hear and to understand and to discern what is being said to truly hear. So if God seems silent today, maybe it's because we have stopped acting to hear him. Maybe it's because we've stopped acting to hear him. So what would it look like in your story today, in your life, to listen with all of your heart to what the Lord is speaking to you? Let's pray together. Lord, if you're speaking, we want to hear it. We want to hear you, Lord. Lord, because what's a relationship if we can't hear you, if we're only casting prayers into an empty space and not hearing from you, Lord, that's missing it. So Lord, today we want to hear from you. And Lord, we know that and believe that you are speaking, that you are moving. And so God, we, we want to focus. We want to lean in and listen today and in the days ahead. So God, help us throughout this morning, throughout the text, Lord, to discern how we can take a step into active listening to you, Lord, to hear you speak. Come Holy Spirit, we want to listen. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Just a couple of weeks ago, we, we needed to send my wife's ring back to Virginia Beach to have a repair done. The diamond was getting loose in the center set, and I'd pretty much decided that if we lost that one, there was plenty in the driveway. We could just go get another stone from there and have it in place. Uh, you know, inflation's getting bad, you know. So we contact the jeweler in Virginia Beach, make all the arrangements, all is well. We just have to overnight it. No problem. Seems simple, right? Grab that little box that it came in, take it to the post office, we're done. There was just one minor problem with that, and that we have moved two times since that little box came into our lives a number of years ago. So the search was on. Our house is a little bit uniquely shaped. It's, it's three stories tall, uh, and, and so there was a lot of stairs involved in this. So the search began. Uh, we went up the stairs through the boxes, and don't judge us. We've been there a year, and there's still boxes. But we started through the boxes, and we still were looking and looking and looking through more boxes, into the bathroom, through the cabinets, through the uh, 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 closet, nothing. Back down the steps into the basement to look through a few more boxes, still no ring box, right? We've got to send this thing back to the jewelers. Oh, I bet it's in the safe. Shoot, I don't remember how to open that thing. Googly instructions, finally. Uh, it's not in there either. Where on earth is this silly box? After an intense search that lasted several days, I'm sorry to report this a cliffhanger story, we still don't know where it's at. 
We still don't know where that stupid box is located. And I can laugh about it now because we'll be finding it five years from now. But in that moment, in light of this passage, I'm having to start asking a hard question like, how, how much more should I be seeking and searching out the Lord in my life? Are, are you looking for him like that? Up the stairs, through the boxes, through the bathroom, through the closet, down the steps, into the basement to look through. Am I listening like that? I, I would love to tell you today that I was as obsessed with hearing the Lord as I was looking for that stupid little box. Let's look at verse 13 again. He says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Now, these words of the prophet here, they were spoken to a people who had been taken captive by the Babylonian Empire, and they were taken away from their homes, away from everything that was familiar. And so there they are under uh, foreign oppression and foreign rule, uh, serving under someone they don't approve of and don't recognize, and, and desperate for hope, desperate for a word of the Lord, and this was the message. This was the message. God says to his people, look, look, no matter your circumstances, when you seek me, when you put that intentional leaning in, when you search me out, when you desire to find me and move to do so, you will find me. I will be there for you. Even when all seems lost, when all seems silent, seek me and you will find me, says the Lord. This idea of seek in the original language was that uh, looking for a purpose with a specific intention of finding. Like we fervently looked for a, a ring box, God says to his people, look for me like that. With the intention that you're not going to stop until you hear from me. Seek me and you will find me. Friends, what we begin to see and understand in this passage, the responsibility of seeking of actively leaning in to listen, lies with us. It lies with us. And I don't know about your story today, but I know that that causes me to ask a somewhat uncomfortable question. When was the last time you sought the Lord with that intensity? Maybe if you would say today, he seems silent. When was the last time you looked? like that. To seek and lean in with all of your heart. You, you see, I, I think we can sometimes have a tendency to say that God is silent as an answer, as, as kind of, it's almost a subtle way of blaming him. Let me unpack that a little bit. You see, I think if we just say, well, I haven't heard from the Lord, I haven't heard him speak, he hasn't interrupted, it's kind of a way of, of shrugging our shoulders of the responsibility of seeking. To, to make intentional space to listen to him, of prioritizing that interaction with him. Because if, if I can convince myself that, that God is silent, I'm just going to go on about my day and, and I'm going to wait for a meteor to strike in the road or to see a flashing road sign or something, right? You see, because if I can convince myself that God's not speaking, I don't have to stop and pause and lean in and do the hard work of listening. Sometimes we think when we can't hear him that it's his fault. Sometimes we think it's his fault. 
It's probably because we're not listening. We're not listening. Um, It's kind of a sobering thought. It's a sobering thought to me that, that God might be speaking. God might be speaking to you right now, speaking into the heartbreak, speaking into your success or, or maybe a failure. He could be speaking into uh, your family, your marriage, your school, your future. But, but maybe he is speaking and we're missing it because we're not listening. That place that we are longing to see him move, maybe he is speaking and we're not listening. I'm not listening. Throughout our teaching series, uh, over the next several weeks, we're going to examine a couple other areas of our lives and, and maybe even a few other causes that might make it seem like God is silent. Next week, we're going to unpack this idea that sin is the ultimate silencer. That sin is the ultimate Silencer, that unrepentant sin uh, will always block our relationship with God, and therefore it's always going to block our hearing from God. Then in part three, we're going to talk about God's delay. God's delay. You see, in our fast-paced 5G phone, gotta-have-it-now world, I think it's sometimes easy for us to misinterpret God's delay for his not acting or for his silence. Because I, we tend to prefer our time frame, right? And so I think we can misinterpret God's delay for his silence. Finally, we're, we're going to look at uh, the ultimate issue we must come to terms with, we must face when we're trying to lean in and listen to God, and that is trust. Do we trust him? Do we trust the the testimony of the scriptures that he listens, that he speaks, that he hears, and that he acts as he has promised? Do you trust him? Do you trust him? Today, we've begun with maybe what is the most basic question in this search to hear. Are you listening? What would it look today for you and your story to, to take a step out of the silence, to carve out intentional time to make the effort to hear from the Lord today? What would that look like? Where, where would you begin in your story? You could begin with Jesus' words in a Sermon on the Mount, and that's where we're going to go next. Matthew chapter 7, Jesus has some profound words for us. Matthew 7, verse 7, Jesus speaking there in the context of the Sermon on the Mount. He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, there's that word, seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Ask, seek, and knock. In the original language here in the Greek, the, the, the tense of these words is, is that, that they're all imperatives. So that means you could read this something like this. Always be asking, always be seeking, always be knocking. It's an p- imperative command. It, Jesus is saying to step out of the silence, it's a continual and an active pursuit of the Father. Ask and it shall be given to you. 
the instruction here to ask is that there, there's an implied humility here in, in our seeking uh, from the Lord, going outside of ourselves to find him, to find what we need. Ask, and it shall be given to you. There, there's a recognition there that we need him. We need that communion with him, to hear him, to know him personally is the great need of our soul. It's easy to forget that sometimes we just need to ask. I I know that uh, Eliza, she'll go digging for a popsicle or a yogurt or something like that in the fridge. And and if they're up a little high, there's a danger that everything down below is going to come out on the floor in her search. And so as a parent, it's a great joy when she will just ask you for the popsicle or the yogurt. How much more? How much more is God delighted when his children come to him and ask? In humility to just say, Father. Father, I need you. Can you help me? How much more? How much more? Jesus goes on, he says, seek and you will find. Seek and you will find. Just like the words of Jeremiah, Jesus shares the responsibility uh, with us. It's on us to seek him, to look after him. And I know today that we could unpack a hundred more scriptures that would say the same thing about listening to God. And yet, in somehow, we would know it's important, but yet we miss it, don't we? We miss it. We end up drifting. Like, distractions will come, things will happen, and good night, aren't we busy? Like the gentleman in the video, I I can probably schedule you in next week sometime. But he says, seek and you will find. What would you maybe identify today as being in the way of your seeking? If I was honest, there's a cartoon that could sometimes uh, depict my seeking. You see, he says, I wonder why I haven't heard from the shepherd anymore. And he's got his ear pods in. I'm sure it's a a good Christian podcast, I'm sure. He's reading Sheep uh, Digest there. I'm sure that's a good Christian commentary. He's watching a good uh, YouTube clip. uh, And it's probably Billy Graham on the TV, you see. Why can't I hear the shepherd's voice? Man, this... (laughs) A podcast going, a commentary open, uh, watching uh, the latest Bible project, but yet somehow there's a silence. Why haven't I heard the Lord lately? Look, I I don't want to just assume today that silence that you may identify in your life is just because it's distractions. That for you might be a way more profound experience. Maybe that's a more heart-wrenching experience for you. But to be honest, I think for many of us, distractions are huge barriers to our seeking and to our listening. And sometimes they're great distractions, but they're still distractions to our active listening. So whether that's football games, Facebook, or Instagram, uh, working a couple extra hours, or whatever that may be, maybe it's binge-watching something on Netflix, whatever that is for you, like what would it look like in your story today to put down a couple of those distractions and seek him to step out of the silence? Finally, he says, knock and the door will be opened for you. To knock here shows us the importance of perseverance. 
the importance of continuing to seek, of continuing to ask, of continuing to put forth that effort to listen, even if it seems like silence. Knock and the door will be open for you. The early church fathers had a saying. It went something like this. They said, let the one who seeks not cease until he finds. Let the one who seeks not cease until he finds what today in your story, what would, it, what would it look like for you to pray again for that need that you felt like was over? For that request that you felt like you've listed so many times, what would it look like to just pray one more time? To trust. You see, the beauty of all these imperatives of asking and seeking and knocking is that they come with assurance. You see, for everyone who asks, receives, for the one who seeks, finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. Do you believe that's true today? Do you believe that's true today? You see, the point of Jesus' teaching here is that we can be confident that God does hear us. That he is speaking and acting and moving on our behalf of those who seek him. And I know today, friends, that some of you may feel like this promise is for everyone but you. Like this promise is for every person here, but it's not for you. You may be in a desperate place, an earnest place of seeking Him. You may have been seeking, you may have been listening, but it still seems like nothing. Like like your prayers don't make it beyond that ceiling. Friend, that's a hard place to be. And so maybe the invitation for you is the hardest one of all. Maybe it's the hardest for you uh, to stand on the truth of God's word, of Jesus' words here, and place all the weight of your burden on faith that says that God does hear you, and he is acting, and he is moving as you're seeking. What would it look like today, friends, to reignite that prayer and say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Are you listening? Not to me. (laughs) Are you listening to God? Really heart bent listening. Listening. You know, to to go through a message like this and not make space just to listen seems hypocritical at best, I guess. And so we're going to take time to listen. Now, some of you are already getting itchy about the thought of just having to sit still. It's okay. Nobody's going to get hurt. But Mandy's going to play just softly as she is. And we're going to take a couple minutes to listen. Unplug the podcast. Close the app. Maybe it's to to take a step of faith again and just say, Lord, I can't see it. I don't hear it, but I'm going to trust your word. We're going to do it today. Um, We'll let these front row chairs just act as an altar. 
If you're listening, if you want to take an active step of listening today and you maybe feel like that, like you need to come front, like you want to just be in God's presence, let, let these front row of chairs just come place the weight of your burden on the altar and just take a seat and seek Him. You can do that from right where you are. You see, because it's your relationship with the Lord. Your seeking might look a little different than mine. But will you take a couple minutes today and just seek Him? He's worthy of your attention, folks. He's longing to know you, to be in relationship with you. Are you listening? Lord, will you speak to us today? Will you speak today?
Lord, today, can we as your people just stand on the promise of your word in Matthew 7? Lord, that wasn't our idea. Lord, that was you. And so, God, we just want to step into that invitation, Lord, of asking, seeking, and knocking, Lord. And to claim and live into the reality of the promise that you said, for everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. Lord, you long to be found. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Lord, will you show us today and in the days ahead. Lord, as we go about our uh, routine on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and Thursday, Lord, will you just show us in our day-to-day lives, Lord, where we can tune down the noise of the world and tune in to you. Lord, help us to transform things like car rides and, and, and moments of silence, Lord. Help us to transform those opportunities into opportunities into opportunities of seeking and listening, Lord. Lord, show us. We just so desperately want to be in relationship with you. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. You can email us at info at cotnaz.org for any questions about our church. When you're done listening today, please subscribe to this channel for updates and new episodes.